smoke monster howling in the night. Ooh! Spooky story. Very spooky, Mo. Thank you for sharing it. Hey, how about we lighten the mood a little bit with some music? I brought my guitar here. Well, I've been working on a little song. Have either of you heard of the scientist York Simon Ohm? I haven't. No. Fantastic. Edibot. Throw me a G chord, please. Will do. Yeah. York Simon Ohm was experimenting, and he happened upon something very interesting. He found that volts and current are related to each other, but it's not like they're cousins or sisters or brothers. It's a rule that we now call Ohm's Law. You can't comes along because it's always true to find one value you only need the other two say you're working in a circuit and you need a certain current 10 milliamps from a 9 volt supply how many ohms will give you those amps you don't have to guess or take any chances just apply and rely on Ohm's law. You can't break Ohm's law because it's always true. Find one value, you only need the other two. Divide voltage by current. Okay. To find the resistance. Got it. Resistance uh -huh. times current. Right. We'll tell you the volts. Excellent. Divide voltage by resistance. I can do that. To find <laughs> the current. Nice. And that's all that we call Ohm's Law. Wow. So, you really can't break Ohm's Law? No, you can't. Like, not even sometimes? It is always true. And to find one of the values, I just need the other two. You've got it. Live from New York, it's Ask an Engineer. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed that musical interlude. I'm getting ready for a full hour of electronics excitement here at the Adafruit Factory in downtown Manhattan. It's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada. Of course, we've got uh, our puppets as well. You can even see Sparky hanging out there behind us and Blinka. And, uh, I think they're alive and I'm the puppet. Yeah, that's probably okay. true. Um, there is a hand sticking out of you. Yeah. Uh, we got exciting show for you tonight. What's on tonight's show, Mr. Lady Ada? On tonight's show, the code is Peristaltic. Ooh, tough to, tough to type. Peristaltic. Peristaltic. 10% off in the Adafruit store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Except for gift certificates and eight boxes. It supports us, an open source hardware company. Did you like that show? That, like, Sesame Street quality <laughs> music video that we did? Do you like these folks here? Do you um, like the hardware? The electronics, like the, the library is the code? Um, we don't we don't have loan or venture capital, so when you purchase something, use that code. It supports all of that, from the shows you see to the people here. It helps a lot. So make a purchase. Show and tell. People around the world showing and sharing projects. Idiot will go over that. Pack the mailbag to stop by. Read your letters to us. 
time travel, look around in the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers, current events and more. Made in New York City, some factory footage, some 3D printing, new products. We got a whole bunch of top secret. We'll answer your questions. We do that in Discord, so head over there now, adafruit.it slash Discord. Do that at the end of the show. Do a trivia question with giveaway, all that and more on, you guessed it, Ask an Engineer. Yay! Okay. All right. So, well, don't we forget the code. You guys pumped tonight? For the yeah! Pump, pump it both directions at <laughs> okay. 5 volts. Okay. But um, let's say you did use the code. Well, if you use the code, as you add stuff to your cart... You get free um, stuff. You get free stuff. Oh, my goodness. Um, so you, Do you want to tell you about it? Yeah. Okay. Free stuff, if you order $99 or more, you get a free Promoprodo half-size breadboard. These lovely little breadboards, shaped PCBs, or just like the solderless ones. Except you can solder to it, so you can transfer your project. They're so handy. People love to use them for projects, and you'll get one for free. $199 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping in the continental United States. Uh, you live in the United States. You live in the lower 48. You'll get this high-quality trackable shipping. It'll actually show up at your place when they say it will, which is great. And uh, people like UPS ground. It's a good quality shipping method. It's a recommended one for America. And then... $2.99 or more, you'll get a free Circuit Playground Express, our all-in-one development board, uh, everything that you need um, to get started with electronics. You can start with MakeCode if you've never programmed before, or Circuit Python, which is Python for microcontrollers uh, that runs on the board itself. You can even use Arduino or CS Discoveries from Code.org. All these different ways to program uh, all-in-one circuit board with all these sensors and LEDs built in. It's awesome. People love it. Okay. Uh, some friendly shipping advice if you're in the u.s continental u.s use ups it'll get their tracking um, best postal, u.s postal takes a little while to it's get okay there. it's okay and we, we have it and it disappears sometimes re-emerges yeah not and then not as great as ups and then dhl if you're in new york city and you're in manhattan 4 11 a.m when you check out you'll see that we have same day okay lady ada we had a good show and tell we did so, we had so many people yeah cool folks around the world showing and sharing their stuff Who's on the show and tell, and what did they show? Absolutely. Well, we had um, JP, who uh, previewed tomorrow's John Park workshop. Uh, he's going to be doing a really cool prop project using the Halloween. And he's using the new image library that uh, we have for CircuitPython to um, make a user interface for his uh, prop control so that um, you can tell when it's armed and when it's ready, this little trap is sprung. And he's going to be scaring people um, with some scary stuff. So uh, check it out tomorrow if you, you still have time. You have a full month before Halloween is officially over. Um, although, honestly, you can just keep doing Halloween stuff as long as you want. We're not going to stop you. Um, but JP's workshop tomorrow, he'll show you how to build that with a Halloween, where you can use any CircuitPython board if you'd like. No and Pedro um, have this really cool um, crafting book project from Hocus Pocus, the movie, which I haven't seen. But I guess there's a, there's a magic spell book, and you can build it. Uh, and also uses the Halloween because it's actually perfect. It comes with the eyeball code already on it, and we'll show the video in a bit. Um, Mike B. launched his Circuit Playground Express book, and he came to New York Maker Faire. He did a book signing. Um, you can buy these books. They're available online in various places. Adafruit will have some. And you can also buy the digital edition as well. That's always available um, if you don't need the physical copy. And it, it covers everything you need to get started with electronics with Circuit Playground Express. So, again, you make code. Circuit Python. Um, you can do really advanced stuff very easily. Um, the book is not that thick, and it covers a lot. Uh, and it's uh, was edited by uh, people here on our Circuit Python team, so you know it's good. Um, and then we had some visitors. Amelia made a really cool um, wearable harness with like LEDs and, and gemmas and uh, sorry, um, jewels, megapixel dots, and a flora. And for Burning Man, she was inspired by Sophie Wong's project. And Sophie was like, this is project so cool. And Amelia was like, your project's so cool. It was like an LED love fest. Uh, and this harness looked really neat. And it was great. She said she could just wear it whenever she wanted on top of her clothing or costume. And just more visibility, more festivity uh, for Burning Man. And it survived. And it's still running, which is pretty amazing. I don't think any of my projects ran after I got back. And then uh, Brian made two uh, SAMD boards. One SAMD21, one SAMD51. Both running CircuitPython, they're battery-powered custom boards. You even showed the uh, EagleCAD uh, schematic. So um, if you want to make your own CircuitPython-powered board, we do open-source hardware. Everything we do, we release online for free. You can download the EagleCAD, modify it, hack it, and make your own version and run the code on it. Everything's available and open-source. 
So that's pretty cool. Good work, Brian. He's going to enter in a contest. And into, enter it into sculptures that his wife makes. Adam did a Tem tune-up. He's, he's greasing up the bearings on his Tem. It's his tunneling electron microscope. And then he has a friend with an electron microscope. Um, and they're moving it. And so they, he just showed a, a, some, a slideshow and also a, um, a stop-motion animation. Uh, sorry, not stop-motion. What's the word? Uh, Time-lapse of them moving this like 1500 pound uh electron microscope out of this like basement and then they forklifted it and he had some ideas about forklifts and some opinions and he had opinions about lift gates but uh they got extracted and then his friend now has a microscope and they're gonna get that up and running and it's basically the internet of electron microscopes here i mean like he's actually starting a trend <laughs> i really feel left out like i'm the only one without one like i've showed up at the party Everyone else has an electron microscope except me. It's a pretty big responsibility. And like, I'm just not cool. You already have um, really large machines. You have pick. You have. I don't have the right one. It's not the you trend. Got, you got two pick and place machines. You have an oven. You have a selective solder machine. You have a stenciler. Yeah, but Donna Karen says you, that this you, year, you, this season, the, the you have fashionable a thing you have is a menagerie of industrial equipment. Not the same. Yeah, but it's not in oh, style. Okay. I'm not going to be cool. I'm not going to get invited to all the parties. Well, you just, it just depends on the party. Like, the pick-and-place party you're invited to, the selective solder party. But I don't want to go to <laughs> the pick-and-place party. I want to be the electron microscope party. All right. Nah, well, I think okay. we, we can visit it. Maybe we'll have, like, a cross. It's like what Warren Buffett says. Don't buy an electron microscope. Visit your friend's electron microscope. That's probably... The that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's what he says After all the time. This, like, he goes on and on about it. Yeah, well, because it's a forklift yeah. thing. Okay. All right, that was what we had on Chantel. All right. All participants on the Chantel get an seen on the Chantel sticker. Email support at adafruit.com, and we will send you one. Part of our Adafruit live series of shows, JP has a show tomorrow. Here's some previews and some last week footage of some of the things that JP showed off. Okay, pack the mailbag, stop and buy. We read these letters every week at our all company meeting called State of the Fruit. This one's long, so I'm just going to read the last part because um, it's like five pages. But um, if you go to our site and search for mailbag, you can read the whole thing, but this is just the last part of it. I don't think any other company is or involves a community as Adafruit. You're able to sell your products because you know that people will buy them because of the projects and tutorials you provide. And you have people that will respond to your customers who are interested in them. No need for any kind of advertising. Thanks again, Byron. Thank you. Yay, Byron. thanks, Byron. Okay, um, we're on Discord. Don't forget, because by the end of the show, you're probably going to have some questions, and that's where we'll Yeah, yeah, them. yeah. Sign up now if you haven't yeah. and get ready. And also, there's people hanging out and having a good time in the live broadcast chat yeah. room, so go and, hang out with them. Uh, then um, You can make fun of us live. Yeah, I'll do that. In a um, nice way. So <laughs> then, uh, also on JP's show is Make Code Minute. And so here is a Make Code Minute with JP. I wanted to talk about today on the Make Code Minute is using the tilt sensor, the accelerometer, on the Circuit Playground Express inside of Make Code to detect tilt of the Circuit Playground Express and send messages over USB to the computer just like a mouse wheel. Uh, so you'll see here I've got a, a little special mounting going on here today. I've mounted the Circuit Playground Express to piece of wood and I have uh, another little piece of wood underneath it and some rubber bands so that it'll maintain an orientation but I can tip it forward and backward kind of like a foot pedal. Uh, so what I have going on in here is I have this forever loop so the whole time this is running and then inside of it I have three little while loops. So the while loops are looking for 
sets of rotation angles. So I have this uh, reading the rotation degrees of roll, which is this axis, based on how I have this oriented. Uh, and what I did was, through some testing, found a little band of numbers that are when I have it tilted forward, uh, another range when it's sort of laying flat, and another range when I've tilted it back. And then all I'm doing is I've added the USB mouse extension uh, to this MakeCode program. And now uh, while it senses that I'm tipped forward, it's going to turn the mouse wheel uh, one unit in the negative mouse wheel direction. And the opposite is true when I tilt it back. And I've also got some color coding going on with the NeoPixels. So here's a demo. I'm actually going to use this to scroll my window up and down, which is a really handy use of any mouse scroll wheel. And you can see if I just press it and release, it's going to stop going uh, because I have rubber bands returning this. So this could be really useful for all sorts of um, accessibility uh, things for creating output for music controls, maybe put it in a power glove so that you can change a filter using up and down motions. There's a lot you can do with just measuring that roll uh, using the accelerometer on the Circuit Playground Express inside of Make Code. Okay, some Circuit Python news this week. Um, Dan, Katni, and Scott were out with the team. Mike was also here for Maker Fair. Um, in the newsletter, if you're an avid Circuit Python fan or if you're in our Discord, we launched the Alpha of 4.0. So we have some translation stuff. We also have some um, Circuit Python for some upcoming platforms. Mm -hmm. So that's really, really exciting. If you want to tune into the Circuit Python story, uh, hang out in the Circuit Python channel and then also subscribe to the newsletter. Um, we have lots of exciting stuff ahead, but the 4.0 Alpha has all the image stuff. So any of the things that you've seen yeah. with badges and images, and uh, we talked about this last week and we also have some projects. But if you've ever been tasked to do an electronics project where you just need to have things on a screen as a slideshow, it's really, really hard, nearly impossible. Yeah. This you, makes it easy. You could just drag BMPs on there and it just runs. The thing that we and made... It shows up a USB drive. We made audio really easy with CircuitPython. Like, so much so that I, if we do an audio project now, I don't even bother doing an Arduino because it's so challenging to do compared to CircuitPython where you know, the audio, it all plays everything automatically. Yeah. Likewise, with drawing graphics, we're trying to make... Um, drawing graphics as in doing as easy in, in displays and gaming as easy as well um, so check that out it's the beginning of the display IO driver yeah. but especially if you're interested in this sort of stuff check it out right now I think we're only really supporting the Halloween because uh, all in once we know the pinouts and it you know works by default um, to pick one up we have them in stock and then if you want to yeah. play around with display IO we will slowly but surely be expanding it so that it's available for all of our displays and sign up for Adafruit Daily. CircuitPython is quickly becoming one of our most popular newsletters. So go to Adafruit Daily. We do that because we like to prove that we would never spam you. So we have a completely separate site that you can sign up for. Um, and that's at adafruitdaily.com. Okay, time travel. Back to world of hackers, makers, artists, and engineers. Some current events and more. Um, I do want to do a special shout out. Uh, we just, uh, that was the first preview of OS for Ohm. Yay! Uh, Colin did an amazing job on the graphics. Uh, Barney and team for the puppetry. Uh, Jelly, uh, fantastic singer, and just everyone at Adafruit. We have a rule: no one at, um, no one from the outside can work on our puppet show. Everyone that works at Adafruit are the only ones that can uh, work with the puppets and do these stories. And um, we have lots of talented musicians, and actors, and actresses, and people that do their art, and they can find a place to do it here too. Yes. So, anyways, um, that's that. Uh, a little bit of time travel. Um, this is just a happy birthday. 1992, NASA launched the Mars Observer. Oh, happy birthday, Mars Observer. Yeah, so, you know, that was... Uh, where, where is it now? Um, I don't know the latest with the Mars Observer. I don't know if it's still... Probably not, actually. I don't know if it's still... still yeah, I think I think it's over, but yeah. I'd have to look. But that's the birthday present. Because there's the rovers that are still kicking around. All yeah, the rovers, once they in a while, they come to life. Um, also, um, if you are at the Open Hardware Summit, we have people there. Um, say hello to Dan, Katney, and Scott while you're out there. Use our Discord to coordinate together. They will be there all weekend. They will tell you about CircuitPython and doing open source hardware. Go on Discord. That's the place yeah. to hang out and collaborate on what to do. Okay. Um, Maker Fair was last week. We had some of our team out here. We also had visitors. Lots um, of visitors. We had asked for a lot of visitors. We, we tried to see as many people as we could. 
Um, Mike from Hack, uh, from uh, Make stopped by. I was going to say Hack. Mike Sensi. Yeah, Mike Sensi stopped by, and he just did an article on uh, Megzine.com. So it was Day in a Life visiting uh, Adafruit. So check that out. Also, all of our friends at DigiKey stopped by. Thank you so much, DigiKey. This is Lady Ada, Dom, our CEO, Teddy in the back there, and the entire DigiKey team. Special shout out to David for doing such great work with us and more. And you can see they're holding Adafruit box. Uh, DigiKey's been so helpful with yeah. all of our Ada boxes. They've been incredibly supportive. Um, with every every Ada box that we've done so far, they've just been like yeah. super helpful. Okay. Um, so if you can stop by. Um, you probably know them from um, SelfieBot and Cat Skateboard. That's where you can like yeah. identify people. You can by watch. The we can. We can. We yeah. can. Uh, you can take a photo while your cat is on a skateboard. Yep. And then uh, Raspberry Pi team stopped out, and also um, Hackspace. They came by. Yeah. And then uh, this was uh, this was the first. Uh, Naomi Wu came by, and this was uh, the first time that we've ever met in person. She was in New York City. Got a chance to hang out with the puppets and Lady Ada. And we also had dueling make covers. Yeah. So uh, Lady Ada signed Naomi's, and Naomi's Naomi signed Lady Ada. Uh, so the other thing, so I'm going to go to the overhead. Um, Naomi okay. gave us a really nice gift. So I wanted to show this. Let's get, get some of these things. Well, first so, of all, we got this really oh, cool yeah, first show, Oh, yeah, that, that's uh, the team from... Uh, Hackaday. Yeah. Hackaday badge. Yeah, cool. our team showed that off, so thanks okay. for it. Uh, they got me one. Okay, Let me so um, change okay. the resolution here. Something's a little weird with uh, yeah. the overhead. Yeah, let's see what's, what's up with the overhead. I don't know. Really? Yeah, it seems okay. All right. Oh, that's fine. So this is the magazine that we got, and also we also have the Aya cover here. When Aya visits next, we're going to get her to sign sign this mm -hmm. one. The collector's edition. Okay. So we got this cover. What else did you want me to show? Um, show the stamp oh, that yeah. she gave us. So that's from Miami. She also gave us a wonderful, thoughtful gift. So it's a chop. So it's a, um, it's like an Adafruit, the name of Adafruit, but it's um, like engraved into this marble, and it also comes with ink. So I can demonstrate it on a piece of paper. So you get the ink, and it's kind of this blobby ink, and then I can get this in here, and then I can make things official. Maybe with a hammer, you can hammer it. There you go. So there you go. I guess it, it says Adafruit in some way. Yeah, it, um, Naomi helped us out when we had to have like a, the Chinese name Adafruit. So it's like um, learn and, and empowerment and electronics, so it's a, a neat symbol. Yeah. So Alright, well, thank you. Yeah, that was a nice gift. You can see I kind of cool. stamped myself a little bit. Oops. <laughs> okay. Okay. So awesome. That was all the Maker Fair stuff. Also, um, in news, um, Hackspace Magazine, speaking of Hackspace and visitors, they came out. And um, this issue is Best Maker Hardware and Gemma is featured. Um, and there's a really good quote that Alex had was, this circuit Python thing, I feel my loyalty shifting because it's so easy to use. Yeah. So you know, um, maybe if you're using Arduino for a while, then you try circuit Python. And then they also did a comparison for our board. We got a 10 out of 10 for the Adafruit Bluefruit LE UART friend. So yeah, yeah 10 out of 10. Easy way to uh, you can yeah. make a Bluetooth device and and connect it to our app or other apps. So get Hackspace, go online, hack. Uh, sorry, the best way to get there is shmag.cc. Okay, uh, next up, open source hardware news. Uh, we're an open source hardware company, Lady. We, we can prove we have 1,585 guides. What are the guides this week? You know, we even put some more guides later, but it's oh, okay. Really? Well, oh, next okay. week. No, because they're only for the products, so it's not a big deal. So, yeah, there's no, no point in doing it. Okay, so um, we have eight new guides this week, at least. Um, we have this uh, Things Network for Feather by Brent. Uh, so this is really cool. So, we've had this LoRa Feather M0 for a while. We have the Things Network router now. Uh, you're probably wondering, well, what if I want to take my LoRa Feather and connect it to the Things Network? Well, you can. Um, we have a guide on how to do that. It does take a couple steps, um, but once you do it, once you have it set up, you know you you have basically this free long range, uh, you know, long range LoRa um, a module that a node that you can battery power and you can program with Arduino and upload code and use with all their Feather wings. So it's doing a temperature humidity thing, and um, 
Brent not only got it to, uh, d you know, transmit the temperature humidity, but also how to display it in the Things Network uh, website. There's a little decoder that you can put in in JavaScript. And so he shows you how to write one to decode and actually print exactly the data, like in a format, which is super cool. Um, we've got the Halloween Magic 9 Ball from John Park. You saw the little video before. It um, uses CircuitPython and the accelerometer can detect when you've shaken or, or twisted the Magic 9 Ball. So there's this cool swirly pearlescent uh, paint and it will display your fortune. And of course you can replace those images. You don't have to um, just use the images that JP made. You can replace them with your own uh, fortunes, whatever you know you like. I, we had a friend who uh, hacked a magic nine ball and put OLED in it. And it would, um, when his uh, lady friend used it, it would ask her if he, she would marry him. So that was, that was a cool hack. So you can do projects like that. We got the Halloween badge image viewer. It's a mini guide that goes along with that. If you've got images displaying on your Halloween, why not turn it into a little bit wearable badge? You can change the images by touching the teeth, or you can have it automatically you go through an image slideshow. Uh, you just drag the files onto your Halloween, and you get lots of space on there. We also have the Adabox 9 guide. If you've gotten your Adabox 9, uh, check out the guide. It will take you all through all the projects and what you can receive. Um, if you haven't gotten your Adabox 9 yet, don't click that link. Don't click it, because you're going to be ruined for life. You're going to know what's in it before you get it. No fun, so don't click that unless you know what you're, you already have the box. Um, we also have the Hocus Pocus book. Uh, we're having a lot of fun doing all these um, Halloween themed guide. And um, we've got, uh, this time we've got a, a cosplay project. They've wanted to do a Hocus Pocus uh, magic book. So the character in this movie has, it's a magic book with an eyeball. And it's really easy to do with the Halloween because it's got the eyeball code. We've already ported it to the, um, the M0 in that TFT, and so they use the lens that we just put in the store. Um, we'll talk about that. And they just show how to do all the uh, crafting to turn a cookbook into a magic spell book and um, how to decorate it and embed the electronics. Uh, so not a lot of 3D printing in this one, but a lot of crafting. So if you're not a 3D print um, owner, a printer owner, maybe you want to break from the extruding uh, plastic, you can uh, craft it up with some Mod Podge and, and yarn and, and paper mache and stuff. Uh, we also have, um, Part three of the reef pie guide, temperature controller. Um, this is a massive project on controlling saltwater reefs with a Raspberry Pi and a bunch of electronics. And this week, adding a temperature controller in addition to um, the power controller from the uh, guide part two. So this time, we're able to control the temperature, turn on and off the heater based on the current temperature. So we're getting to some cool reef uh, automatic control from David Stells. Uh, this beautiful, uh, adorable cricket wobbly bot. It's like a little, it's like a little animal. It's got a tail and it kind of hops. It's like a little rabbit. This is better than an Ivo. This and is we, a, just, I, and we just went and saw all the Ivos. Look at, like he has a cat. He just got a new cat. Did, the you, see cat. The, did you see the cat that was no, there? No, I didn't. Wait, okay, we're going to play this video rewind, again. I didn't see the he cat. has a new black cat. The cat is probably like, what? He has a new black cat. What is going on here? It's a really here? cool cat. See, watch, watch. Okay, 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 ready. Ready. So, okay. okay. As soon as it, as soon as you see the corner of the couch up here, See where the cat is? See the oh, cat? Look, oh, the yeah. Cat, cat's like, wait, oh, what, is this? This? <laughs> what is this? Cat's like, I'm out of here. Cat's like, I'm out of here. Okay. Cat is a kitten, but that's that's a fun cat toy. Um, check that out. It actually has a lot about uh, doing power management and like a lot of servos and motors, how to deal with it and how to power a project with yeah. a lot of motors. And then last but not least, creating and maintaining your Adabox subscription. We, we have been doing so many Adaboxes and we have thousands of subscribers. We have a lot of questions. And so we put together a guide um, that will tell you um, how to um, subscribe, how to move a subscription, how to pause, we, we unpause, change your payment method, change your address, all the things that you might want to do with your subscription, it's covered in there. And um, the CSP team, Stephanie and others did an excellent job. They covered everything. So okay. it's all in there. All right, we have some Made in New York City factory footage videos. Take away a different factory.
then we have a couple other quick videos. This is just placing some components for. I'm not out yet. Yeah, prototype. Yeah. That's high speed. So that's how we put prototypes together. We stencil them with a little stencil and then place them and oven them. Yep. And here is what the pick and place machines either fall asleep to or wake up to. Every single night outside the window of Adafruit. It depends on whether you think of the pick and places as dreaming when they're picking and placing or whether they're awake. Pick and places dream of electric sheep. Okay. And now 3D printing. We have some 3D printing videos with Noam Pedro. Remember that book thing that we saw? Yeah, let's well, see a whole video about it. Take it away. And maybe a time lapse. Don't forget, Noah and Pedro have 3D Hangouts. Every single one so you can learn how to make all this stuff. Tomorrow, Thursday, like we said before, JP's show. You have show and tell, ask an engineer, all this stuff. We're about to do new products. The way you support us, people here, here we are again, Nadefruit is to order stuff. Peristaltic is to code 10% off the Nadefruit store all the way before 11.59 p.m. Eastern time. So okay. The data, let's do this. Do, Ready? New, Take new, it away. New, 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 new. I don't sing as well as Jelly does. All right. I gotta get her to sing the new yeah. song. We'll have an entire chorus. Okay. Adafruit choir. Okay. Um, Why is the code peristaltic? Well, it's because of this. It's a peristaltic pump. We've actually had a peristaltic pump in the store, but this one is pretty sweet. Why? Because it's a five or six volt peristaltic pump, and the one we had in the store is 12. And what that means is that you can use this one with a cricket. So here you can see an example of it moving liquid from one glass to the other. It's a little bit sped up. Um, but it is actually a pretty fast uh, pump, and I have you know, the same demo here, and I could show it off on the overhead. So let me turn this on. And then you can see liquid coming out of here and going into there. And then it can also, of course, remove liquid by um, making the um, pump, putting the motor on a motor port, and then on your H-bridge you go forwards or backwards. Um, you can move fluid in or out, depending on you know which direction you, you set it to be. So it's good for all sorts of liquid movements. Um, it's pretty fast, uh, and what's really nice is you don't need to prime it. Um, so you know it can sit, sit separately outside of um, the liquids that you're using. 
Okay. All right, next up, a lens. A lens. We had the glass lens in the store, and this is a plastic version. Uh, you can see uh, we have a little demo of it um, here with the um, Raspberry Pi um, eyeball code. Um, so it kind of makes the eyeballs pop really nicely. Um, we have the glass one, and the glass one is um, heavier. It's, it's going to be a little bit higher quality, but if you don't need, you know, an expensiver um, glass lens, maybe you want something lighter, maybe you just want something plastic and less expensive, uh, we now have the plastic lens as well. Okay. okay, next up, we've got these little doohickeys. These doohickeys are, um, let me get my demo going. These are uh, infrared transmitter receiver pairs. Um, they're often used in line falling robots, um, but they're just great because they're really breadboard friendly and they're small. Um, and you can basically set up so the IR um, light comes out of one end and then you can detect it from the other end. Honestly, this demo kind of shows you and I can, I can also show it on the uh, overhead if we want to see it. Um, let's go in here. But yeah, you have, uh, this is an infrared transmitter and receiver. you can barely see it's on. And when you cover it, um, it detects it. You can also use it for basic distance sensing, but what it's really good for is detecting when something is, is um, uh, in the way or like um, uh, accounting ticks or movements and stuff. That's what this sensor is really good for. And yeah, this one's breadboard friendly and they're so inexpensive, we just put them in a pack of five. Okay. Okay. Next up. Next up we have um, the other version, the non-touch version of the Pimeroni um, Hyperpixel hat. So we had the version with capacitive touch and if you don't need capacitive touch, we now have a version that is uh, non-capacitive and it's just, it's a little bit less expensive. It doesn't have that glass overlay. And, and like, you know, you don't, you can't touch it. It'll just uh, not do anything if you touch it, but it looks great. Um, here is an example of it. I can even uh, uh, unplug it and I can show it being booted up. It's a nice IPS screen, um, four inch diagonal. It's a little bit bigger um, than the Raspberry Pi. Let's give it a second. We'll boot up here. And what's nice is that it uses the, um, the DPI um, output. So it shows even the booting um, process and I'll, it'll show 800 by 480 pixels, I think. Uh, it looks great. And then, you know, for this version, you would just attach a keyboard and mouse and you could have it be a little laptop or something. So really great screen. Only thing to watch out for is it does use all of the pins, pretty much. Nearly every pin is used by the DPI interface. It's a trade-off. It's like 60 frames per second. It's really fast update. It's like 24-bit, but you lose a lot of pins because it's using all those GPIO pins to just drive the display. That said, if you don't really care about all those GPIO pins, maybe you can use USB for your interface, or maybe you just don't need that many pins. Um, this is great. There is a little I2C port that you can connect to um, if you want to use I2C for some sensors. Okay. Next up. This quick eight, what's it, the 861DW. This is a very um, well-loved hot air station. And uh, we have a simple hot air station in the shop that's about a hundred bucks. This one is, is much nicer. It's got digital control. Uh, it has um, three profiles. So you can see the, the CH1 through three, you can save profiles. So if you have like a lead-free profile or um, you want one that's you know good for a four-layer board, you can save those and then bring them back. Maybe you have one profile for like a heat shrink and one for you know getting big chips off and one for getting small chips off. And as you can set it up completely digitally, it's a beast. It heats up really fast though. So if you're doing a lot of rework um, or repair work, um, this is uh, well known among the you know repair community for being an excellent quality hot air station. Uh, you can pick one up. The one we have is 120 volt US only. And if you do want to use it in another country, you would have to use a transformer. It really is like 120 volts. Not one of those like, oh, you can use either. I think the motor and pump really are tuned to that uh, frequency and voltage. All right, next there up. There go. We got some stickers. Um, so these are these really adorable Halloween stickers that our graphic designer um, worked on. And uh, it's all of the eight different characters in costumes to celebrate Halloween. We're, we're trying to do a lot of good Halloween stuff this year. So you have Blinka all dressed up and Minerva and Adabot. And we even got the crickets um, dressed up as, as, as other animals. <laughs> um, and Adabot is, is both Batman and I think a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. And 
So you have each set of stickers and you can pick up, you know, each one that you like. And then as well, we also have these Halloween cards um, that come with them. So these stickers are vinyl. And so what that means is that when you stick them on these cards, you can peel them off. And maybe I'll even, I'll even show that because this is pretty cool. You can make um, little Halloween cards or, or plates. So here you've got um, the Adafruit Nightlight. And so this is, this calls for uh, Ada. Ada Batman, <laughs> no, you can have him hanging out here and then um, maybe fighting the evil um, cricket cowboy, I don't know. And then if you want, you can um, carefully but surely peel yeah. off the stickers. We, we have these so you can move them around, peel them off. You can also use this like a background as a set. Uh, lots of uses for these beautifully designed by our designer yeah. Bruce. Cards and stickers. Go. Cards and stickers. So you get um, all these vinyl stickers. We have multiple sets. Pick up whichever ones that you uh, strike your fancy. And then the cards, um, we have like a Halloween. We have like a, like a, like a pumpkin patch, um, spider webs, evil or good castle. I don't know, nice little trees. Uh, and of course, uh, the graveyard. Or the undead electronics live. Maybe this would be a good one for Sparky, where like all your undead chips are living. It's like, yeah. oh my goodness, there's that 555 I killed. Oh no, it's coming back. So, um, yeah, spooky Halloween stickers and, and cards for decorations. Make make something cool this, okay. this Halloween. Celebrate electronics. Next up, the start of the show tonight, besides you and our community, Lady Ada, are these two things. We got two um, products from Fab this week. So, the first one is the Vemel 6075. Uh, we've always been on a quest for a good UV sensor. Uh, you know, we, every time we have a UV sensor, it's better than the last one, but they get better and better. So this one is the first sensor that has both UVA and UVB as separate um, photodiodes. So it can detect both bands, um, UVA and UVB. One is like, a, I think, um, 630 and one is like 660 um, nanometers. I don't remember exactly, but um, it does both bands. And then... It comes with some calibration um, math that you can use to calculate the UV index as, cl as close as possible. The true UV index is quite hard to calculate without like a spectroscopy machine, but you can do quite a good job with this sensor and it gives you the numbers to take the UVA and UVB data and, and it will get you something, you know, pretty close. Um, and it is, you, you know, true UV sensing, unlike some sensors that don't actually have a UV uh, sensing element, this one does. So the Vemel 6075 is I2C. It's easy to use. We have CircuitPython, um, Python, and Arduino code for it. You can get that UVA and UVB data, but you, you probably just want to use it to pop out the UV index as a number and use that to um, do like weather sensing or um, you know wearable sensing or if it's time for somebody to put on sunscreen. We also have another sensor, the MPRLS pressure sensor. Now, we've carried a bunch of pressure sensors, like the BMP-280 and, and MPL-1131 or whatever. But this one is really interesting. This one is the first pressure sensor we have with a port. And it's digital. Um, a lot of ported pressure sensors aren't digital. Um, they're just like resistive or capacitive, and you have to do a lot of weird sensing to get the data out. This one is I2C data out. It has a 24-bit ADC built into it. Um, there's a port. Inside the port is like a silicone um, gel, so it protects it. Um, it's great for, I think, like sip and puff sensors or any kind of breath sensors. You can, of course, use it as an ambient sensor, but you can, because of that port, you can easily connect it to a tank or a container where you want to measure a vacuum because it goes down to zero PSI up to 25 PSI. So it, it's got quite a range. And I've got a little demo I can show um, to demonstrate this. So this time I've got uh, the MPRLS hooked up to my Metro, and then I've got um, some NeoPixels, and I just have it mapping from zero to 25, you know, uh, sorry, from, it's from like 20 to, uh, sorry, it's from 10 to 16 PSI or something. So I can take this tubing, you just get some tubing and you can see, you can plug that in. And if I blow, I can make the uh, pressure go up. It's actually quite hard to get more than like a PSI or two, but maybe you can use this as a, a lung pressure. This could be a game. This is a game. I'm already getting dizzy. It's a good time. Or it's actually a better um, for suction. You can actually, uh, you can do a better job. You need. Yeah. So it can detect when you're um, sipping or puffing. 
So this is good for those kinds of interfaces, although I yeah. think it would be good for a lot of different, um, any kind of pressure sensing where you want to have a tubing connected. Um, what's nice is the tubing just cool. pops on. So this is a really nice ported sensor and it's very high precision. It's a really nice, easy to use sensor. Again, uh, I2C and you can use it with CircuitPython, Python or Arduino. So pretty much anything um, you got from a Raspberry Pi to uh, any Linux board to um, Arduino compatible would be able to use this uh, very easy to use sensor. Yeah, a couple of comments. People said, well, this could be used for a, for a version of LipSync. I guess there's some type of tool called LipSync. Maybe uh, post what that is. Yeah, this is. I got this specifically because I thought assistive this would be great for tech. assessive tech. Because this is like all the other pressure sensors, it's really hard to connect tubing to. Um, approve you're not a robot interface. And then also uh, someone said, uh, thanks as always for adding mounting holes to all of the boards. Yeah, okay. so this would, I think this would be really neat. Um, I, we'll check this out. And if this is popular, we can add more uh, differences. So they have an SPI yeah. version, but this one Top is I2C. Yeah, there's a bunch of different tools that I guess that are out there that people will be able to do stuff like this yeah. with it. Okay. So this is very cool. Yeah, they don't they don't talk about it as for sip and puff. Um, they talk about it for do like liquid measurements and stuff, but or pressure measurements. But yeah, I but think you're clever. Well, I saw need. I like I remember yeah. we've been talking about it. I'm like we finally found something. Yep. Okay. And without Lady Ada, it is new products. That's a lot of new products. Okay. Okay. Speaking of epic recap time. Let's recap. New, 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 new. Okay, we got this peristaltic pump. Move liquid from there to here through a silicone tubing so it's safe for food and uh, potable liquids. This time it runs on five or six volts, so it works great with your cricket. This uh, plastic lens is designed for use with our Halloween or with our uh, Raspberry Pi Eyes project. It's made out of plastic, so it's nice and light as compared to our glass version. This is an all-in-one uh, photo uh, reflective sensor. It has an IR LED and a photo transistor. You can see here, you block it, you can detect when something is in the way, good for counting things or motion detection. Uh, we have the non-touch version of the Pimeroni uh, Hyperpixel. It's a four inch, uh, 800 by 480 pixel display. Whereas pop onto your Raspberry Pi, you get a really high quality HDMI-like display. We've got this quick 861DW. This is a really good quality um, rework station, hot air station, digitally controlled, uh, heats up really fast. It's the preferred uh, of all experts that use, uh, do um, rework and repair and we think it's great too. We got some stickers, these really beautiful vinyl stickers by Bruce, our, our designer, has all of your favorite Adafruit uh, characters in costume. And you can stick them onto these cards that we also designed. Uh, you can remove and replace the stickers to make um, cute little uh, displays and um, uh, situations for the characters. Um, we also have uh, the Vemel 6075. This is a true UVA and UVB sensor, which can also calculate UV index quite well. So it's kind of our nicest UV sensor so far. And we have the ported uh, Honeywell NPR micropressure sensor, uh, zero to 25 PSI. So it's great for uh, measuring uh, pressure or sip and puff interface. It's got a port so you can just plug in tubing right on top uh, to connect to whatever uh, other equipment you want to measure the pressure of. That's it. Okay, Boom. well, um, if you want to buy this stuff, you should. Um, don't hesitate, life's short. Um, it's not very long, it's the longest thing you'll ever do. So enjoy it with cool stuff, but save some money. Peristaltic is a code, 10% off all the way up to 11.59 tonight. Lady Ada, we have a ton of things that people are gonna like. Top secrets from the Adafruit Vault. No oh, way, um, I have to grab one of mine, but I can, I can show yeah. one and then you can show yours yeah. and I'll show mine again. Okay, so first up, soil sensor is coming. The soil sensor is coming. it looks like. And Phil B D did a great job. Look at this beautiful thing. It's Seesaw, and it's got some graphics. It's going to be green and white, and you can plug it in and get I2C uh, capacitive measurement, which is basically the same as, as soil moisture, and temperature. We added that in as well. Okay. This nice. is hot off the press. This is from today. So this is using CircuitPython for Alpha, and it's a QR code that's on the screen. It's a bitmap image, and then we're using our unreleased um, AR app for phones. This one's for iPhone and it has the 3D model that it sees the QR code and then the 3D model um, appears and it shows you um, the thing that you're looking at. So this is a neat way to do documentation, um, how circuits can work. There's a lot of interesting things you'll be able to see and do with this. We will have a version about this out soon. Uh, Lady Ada, you have yes. a project. Okay, I what's just, this? Well, I was just testing out the prop wing, which we're trying to come up with a good name for it. And, yeah. Uh, I'll ask you, I'll, I'll put this in the chat. So um, this is a prop wing. Yeah, so it, you can do three watt LEDs. You're going to so be able to make lightsabers, but we need a name for it. Yeah. 
Saberwing, eh, we have like X-Wing, um, Yoda Fruit, you know, we have a few <laughs> bad ideas, Industrial that's, that's Feather, pretty... Magic, but um, if you go, if y'all can think of um, names that Disney and Star Wars are not going to get mad at us about, but it's, as, it's for props and sounds. Yeah, and you like. can so you can have a speaker, and it can, yeah. it has a motion sensor. We're thinking of X-Wing. So X-Wing, yeah, so it's a motion mm-hmm. sensor. Um, Class D amplifier for a little speaker for your um, props. Uh, 3-watt LED driver. So I've been actually having this run for a long time, but it can do 3-watt LED. And uh, NeoPixel port. So you can um, have you know a strip of NeoPixels with 5-volt level shifting. So it's kind of just designed... We'll see. You know, after we did the, the Sabre project with the Halloween, I was like, oh, it would be really neat to have... Uh, a feather wing that you could use with any feather to make props interactive projects because like, that's kind of what we're into and not something as big as a cricket obviously you can use a cricket but this is kind of like mm-hmm. a micro cricket alright um, any ideas? well yeah there's a few that people said wing ding star wing party wing um, they liked x-wing um, y wing jiminy jiminy wing I like that one action wing republic wing wing bat okay um, you have another. You have another one. Which have, one? Don't you have another uh, thing that you're going to show this on out? Oh yeah, sorry, Jesus. Yeah. I get, actually, and, there's uh, so much going on. Don't forget on. to go over to Discord because we're going to answer. Yeah, yeah Obi Wan Kenobi wing. Yeah, we. That's somebody came up with that one. Yeah. That's actually interesting. Interesting. Other people. Okay. wing. So we got. Okay. Um, what is the this? The first, uh, the first demo from this new. What uh, is this? This is a new trellis board, and I was like, you know what? Let's just like make a trellis with like a synthesizer built in. So. This is running the audio library um, from Paul Stoffergen on the M4, and I got a little speaker connected up to it. And we just got like a little synthesizer demo. So this is doing a, like a sign. I can't believe this it. is sign, triangle, and sawtooth, and square or something. I don't know. And it's just like playing notes when you press the buttons. And then what yeah, is this? This is pretty neat. So audio output, I squared C or analog little hacking thing. And this, this case is by Phil B. Really beautiful case um, that he's designed using okay, our basic new new. Back controls. in the vault. There's too much stuff, out of, too much oh stuff no. to fill out of the vault this week. People are like, oh my goodness, the vault is just okay, crammed. Okay, um, you know, we're over at Discord and we can uh, do questions. Um, yeah. We should go there, so let's do questions. Then okay. we're going to give some away. Okay. So. Oh, it's too many. It's full of spit now. It's yeah, cool. well, that's the way it is. All yeah. right, well, we're going to answer some questions. Okay. okay. Um... Yeah, we can't answer questions about the we can't. stuff. Okay, what would you use as a remote control to control a Mako project using CPX plus Cricut? I was hoping the mini remote control would work because the button selection is exactly what we need. You can do that. Um, oh, the make code, the make code, it doesn't have any C remote control. Yeah, that is tougher. Um, you could use another circuit playground um, because it sends that codes but C protocol. If someone would like to do it, that'd be awesome. We're, we're super swamped and we're not going to get to it anytime soon. Um, but right now, it doesn't do any C detection. It only okay. does, like, numbers. How many micro servos can a CPX power and control directly? Also, uh, what about if I can get the servo to power directly from the battery so only commands have to come from the CPX? I think the CPX only has maybe two or four PWMs. I can definitely do two servos because I've seen projects that do two servos. Um, I think if you need more, pop, pop, popping on a Cricut is probably your best bet because you'll get... Um, you know, four timers and all the power stuff managed for you, but you can definitely do at least two on the CPX without any other stuff. But check out the pinouts for which ones are PWM. If it has PWM output, all the PWMs are, are high frequency enough sure. to do servos. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, the lenses we're out of stock. We'll have some more instant. Don't worry about it. Um, is creating new hardware for the box is normal? That's where we're moving towards, where we have entire platforms that you can do a lot with it. Um, but one of the things we know for sure is we're always going to change up box. So we did enamel pins one time, and now we have um, you know collectible stickers. We're going to keep uh, it interesting and unique, and we're also getting better and faster at um, shipping, which is until someone tells me different, because I asked. Um, this is the most popular maker electronics. Well, has anyone complained that it shipped too early? No, no one will ever do that. Okay. No one ever complains about the things that work out. That's not yeah, how it works. No, that's true. I don't think it's kind of like Twitter. You, that's where you say, "Hey, United, my flight's late." You never like, "Hey, United." Hey, United, it worked out. Yeah, <laughs> Twitter was built to to complain about United. Yeah. Um, okay. Next up, uh, what kind of range can you get out of the IR receiver? Um, I, you know, it's like four to six inches, I think, max. But okay. it works best. I mean, the closer the better. Um. Advice on leasing industrial space in a major city? Yes, um, in a in a in a industrial space in a 
city, go and talk to a broker for commercial real estate. Uh, they often do not take a fee because their fee is part of getting the yes, unlike real estate. Um, unlike apartments, you yeah. don't have to pay a finder so, fee. And also ask friends of friends who own businesses. Um, usually there's brokers that are fantastic. That's how we were able to uh, work within our space and our landlord. And it's all negotiation. It's very different than landlord uh, relationships because commercial real estate is all about contract law. There isn't really tenant rights in the same way. So make sure you have a good real estate lawyer to look at the contract for your industrial space as well. It's worth it. It's not that expensive to get a lawyer. Um, it's more expensive if you don't one day. Okay. Uh, is a pressure sensor uh, relatively atmospheric through the hole in the board or a sealed internal absolute reference chamber? It is... Um Absolute, but we did leave a hole in the board in case we ever wanted to get a version that's the gauge version that's relative. Um, the thing is actually that there are versions of that sensor that are relative, but they're really hard to get. The one that's the easiest and most commonly made by Honeywell, you can tell the one that they're like, hey, this is the one you want, is the, is the one that's the absolute 0 to 25. Uh, it's 24-bit ADC, so it's like, it's, you know, you get quite a bit of bits for that large range. It is it is quite a big range um, from zero to 25, but you know, until we see a, a strong need for a gauge version, we're gonna stick with the absolute. Okay, um, I'm gonna take a crack at this one. Why is Adafruit the only reseller of the mono price printer? Because here's what happened. Adafruit finds really good stuff. We do a lot of testing, and then a lot of other companies will just stock what we stock. So we just happen to test this first. We're able to say this is one that's really uh, good for our community, uh, Noah and Pedro. I use it and tested it. It's, it's hard to beat this for the price that it is. We have the Ultimaker, of course, as well. And the other thing is I think that um, other maker companies aren't willing to stock high price items in the same way. Um, and I think there's a lot of credit card fraud that goes along with 3D printers. So I think a lot of maker companies normally would have stocked a lot of 3D printers. Well, I know for a fact because I talked to other maker companies. Mm -hmm. um, 3D printers uh, have a high rate. You just have to do a lot with 3D printers. They're heavy. They're shipping. There's lots of fraud attempts. It's also which ones do you get? Each one is expensive. Um, so I think it's just a complicated thing, and it's really confusing out there for 3D printers. But yeah. this is a really good one. That's why we're stocking it. Um, yes, people will be visiting in the Open Source Hardware Summit. Um, Dan, Katni, and Scott say hi to them. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, would it be what would be a good board to control eight by nine foot strips of LEDs? Uh, the Fade Candy does eight um, strips of NeoPixels. That's a really good option. And we also have the NeoPixelate Featherwing. So if you want like a Feather M0 or M4, you can use the NeoPixelate. Um, but between that and uh, we also have the Teensy has an Octo. Uh, wing that you can, so there are a couple options uh, depending on whether you like teensies, feathers, or you just want to use a computer, that, that would be a fake candy. Yep. Okay, uh, CircuitPython support for the Halloween display, or did I just miss it in the guide? Yeah, it's, it's uh, in there. It's in there. It's uh, the 4.0 4. 4. alpha. That's, oh, yeah. that's what we were running right here. Check the guides. Yeah, it's all there. Okay. That's, that's the questions. Let's give away something. What do you want to give away? We're going to give away. Um, Let's give away a peristaltic pump. Yeah, because that's, that's a code. That's the right, code. What are the rules, lady? Uh, the code is beep. Um, no, the code, uh, the um, the rules are uh, if you want to win the peristaltic pump, you have to call the phone number when it appears and be the first person who uh, rings twice. I pick up the phone, and then I'm going to ask uh, your name, where you're calling from, and a project you're working on or you want to work on. If you can do those three things, we'll send you out this peristaltic pump. Uh, you can't win if you won before, only one winner per my lifetime. When I pick up the phone, I'm going to say, ahoy, ahoy. And that's how you know it's me. Because uh, if I say hello, people are like, who is this? So I'm going to say, ahoy, ahoy, when you call this number on the magic phone that's under the, under the thing. So this, when this rings twice, hopefully they, that all made sense. Call Come on. now. Call now. The phone lines are open. Should I see if it's... Oh, oh, no, Every yeah. time we think that's going to happen. Yeah, there's right, always okay. a, the delay with the internet. Okay. So go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Ahoy, ahoy. You've reached Ask an Engineer. Hey, little one. It's Adam. Hey, Adam. Congratulations. You, well, you won a peristaltic pump. It's not an electron microscope, but it's pretty close. Well, you're Adam, uh, but where are you calling from? <laughs> uh, I'm calling from Seattle right now. All right. Well, congratulations. You're the fabulous winner of this pump. I have to do is email support at adafruit.com. S-U-P-P-R-T at 84 to come. Say, hey, I'm Adam, and I won a 3910 
peristaltic. Got it. Yeah, you could use it to cool something. I don't know. Uh, what? So what? What? I think I know what you're working on. Why don't you tell the viewers what you're working on? Uh, right now, I am rebuilding the positioning stage on a transmission electron microscope. Okay, that's a but, pretty. Uh, what, the, what, the, what the pump is for is for uh, doing solvent washes and uh, like long-term washes and ultrasonicator for different components. Yeah. Actually, would you rather have like a pressure sensor? I guess you just buy the pressure sensor if you, if that's useful for you. Pressure sensor pump's pretty cool. All right. Tell, tell you what. Oh, tell, what? You tell, want, Adam, want to... tell Adam to also say he wants. Okay, we'll toss. We're gonna toss in a product P. Three nine six five. Tell me one both. The Paris, the, uh, the both the peristaltic pump and the NPRLS pressure sensor, so you can. Uh, I, feel, I feel like it's appropriate. They feel yeah. you know I mean like you're always putting stuff in vacuums, so it's like yeah. I'm like hey you know I was actually thinking like you know I bet Adam would find the sensor pretty handy because yeah. he's always. Both. I was actually I was looking at that like I don't I, I have stuff for high vacuum ranges where it's like counting individual molecules. Yeah. But I have everything I have for kind of like in between atmosphere and like ninety nine percent vacuum kind of stuff. So yeah, well, here you go. Well, maybe this will come in handy. You got a port, you can like, like, you know, strap something down to that. It's stainless steel, so it'll. It's apparently yeah, apparently good for whatever you you got for it. Okay, well, congratulations, Adam. Uh, thanks for yeah. coming up. I'm surprised you've never called before, but now that I think of it, you haven't. So uh, good. Yeah. You called it a good one. <laughs> I All right, did. we'll have a. Uh, I, I, I waited. Yeah, uh, good. No, you're like I'm. I'm gonna wait until something I want. All right, we'll have a great night. Enjoy your electron microscopes and uh, email support Adafruit. Will do. Bye, Adam. Good night. Okay. Bye. Okay. Sweet. Okay. If you show up on Show and Tell enough times, I will give you free hardware. Yeah, pretty much. It's this. I you get all sorts of stuff, so yeah. that's why it's recommended. Come on, Show and Tell. It's how Come we. It's how we um, send people hardware, uh, give them jobs, uh, meet people in person later, um, do projects together, and we're also in Discord. Uh, Lady, that's the show tonight. Don't Oof. forget the code is Peristaltic. That code works all the way up to. 11.59 p.m. tonight, or when I remember to turn it off. But you should use it now. Um, thanks so much, everybody. Special thanks to all the people who visited Adafruit, from the remote team members or other team members, to um, friends <laughs> from Raspberry Pi, Hackerspace, DigiKey. Um, Show and tell. Yeah, Sophie, Kim. Uh, Naomi, Naomi, everybody. Yeah, all the, all the folks, Make. Um, and then also, and by the way, um, good job, Make. Aya's on the cover. This was uh, a very important issue, I think, for Make. Aya has been one of the leading open source hardware makers and pioneers and leaders in hardware, also a New York City-based electronics company. So good work, Make, putting Aya on the cover. We are what we celebrate. So if you want to see more people in the world, like Aya, like Naomi, you have to put the spotlight on them. That's the job of publications. Um, okay, and then uh, special thanks to everyone in the community, in Discord, all the folks that showed up today, and uh, have fun open source hardware conference. Yeah, you're going to be there. We'll see everybody next week. We're going to be holding down the fort. Here is your moment of Zener. <sighs> Good night.